0: Tech Talk with Stephen Ambrose. Stephen Ambrose. Good morning and now for some more news. And this is tech news. So thanks to our newsreader giving us all the updates of what's happening in our mad, mad world. But anyway, moving on to stuff that's perhaps no less mad, a little bit crazy as far as tech's concerned. But we move as usual, the June, July, even the August period is a little quiet all the guys go on holiday in the northern hemisphere all the latest releases and whatnot are held over till september which seems to be the beginning of the holiday season for most of the world including us and all the new gizmos and gadgets that they hope people will buy or replace or spend on over the next couple of months. But um, we've got our own action going on here in South Africa. There is no doubt that there's never a dull day in the South African market. And I'm sure you've all heard about the social media blackout. Well, basically, we're back to data must fall. And if you've listened to my show over the last couple of months, you will have heard that I'm not the biggest data must fall proponent i 'm all for low cost everything i 'm all for prices going down i 'm all for all the the good stuff that flows from that there's no doubt that um, in many respects data's not cheap cell phones are not cheap mobile 's not cheap in fact, pretty much nothing is cheap anymore and i mean there 's a lot of reasons for that but in many 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 ways, South africans Do not overpay for cellular services. If you get the right bundle, if you're smart and savvy and you go out and you do a little bit of homework, you take advantage of the um, promotions and the specials and the deals that the networks offer, you can do extremely well. And the other thing that everybody seems to forget and the whole data must fall. Uh, debate is, yes, possibly in India you can get cheaper data, but they've only just rolled out 4G there in some little areas. In some countries around the world, 4G is charged as a premium service. When South Africa, it's not. You can get 4G on pretty much any, um, you know, prepaid SIM. Just pay for it. They don't differentiate between types and qualities of data. Faster simply means you use more, which suits them, but you don't pay extra for it. So the quality, the the ability to receive and send and to do stuff on our networks is really world-class in many, many respects. I know we all moan about the quality of dropped calls and we moan about connectivity, but the truth is having traveled quite extensively around the world, there are places that are far better and there are places that are generally far worse. And what is so amazing is that most people don't realize that places like England, uh London, for example, is terrible for data and for connectivity. Vodafone, in fact, have just mentioned that they're going to be spending a ton of money to fix that in the rural areas as well as in the major metros around uh, England because their quality is not up to snuff. So there you go. So data must fall and data is falling and we're going to see lower and lower prices for data over the next couple of years but i think it's more an affordability story and this whole um social media blackout thing sort of (laughs) turned into a social media event nobody switched off their phones nobody got off social media everybody stayed online and in fact on twitter um the hashtag social media blackout trended which meant that more people were talking about it than anything else so in many ways i think that's the wrong way to go um and I think that in many uh, circumstances, there's no question that a lot of the people in the country can't afford data. A lot of people struggle to pay the bills in general, not even in particular. And there's more to do with the socio-economic issues than just the straight cost of data. But last word on this, go out there. I know that if you have to nail the networks, it's simply that they make life far too complicated, especially the big ones, MTN and Vodacom. They've got zillions of options, lots and lots of... Um Ways of of trying to bundle things It makes it hopelessly confusing Celci less so And certainly Telcom Mobile even less so They're very clean and simple But there are great deals out there You can pay less for data And I think you should really look very carefully if you If you think you're spending too much Do some homework You'll probably find a better deal out there With a phone, without a phone, whatever the deal is There are lots of ways to save money on data So stay tuned We'll bring you more straight after this Tech Talk with Stephen Ambrose, 11 to 12 p.m., only on 101.9 IFM. Well, hi there. And yesterday, uh, talking mobile, and <clears throat> even though this is not really mobile, it's sort of mobile-centric, um, CellSea launched an original reality show. Now, you might have seen Shark Tank on um on TV, but basically a very similar type of reality show with a prize of a million rand for the greatest innovator and what they're doing is putting together an online reality show and they hope to uncover South Africa 's greatest innovators. They launched this yesterday I was at the launch it was really interesting, and the stakes are pretty high and to get to win a million rand prize money, you can have to do a lot of work, but basically it's all around the whole search for the next big thing, the greatest innovator. And they've got some really serious guys who are going to be judging this. I must tell you, I was very, very, very um, impressed. We've got people such as uh, a really leading South African businesswoman, Puti Mahanyele. We've got an economist, Iraja Badian, who certainly knows something about how to, uh, you know, quantify things and know what's going on. And then from a business point, a pure business point of view, we've got the self-made billionaire Quinton van der Berg and Bonang Mahali, who's the chairman of Shell South Africa, um, also sitting on the panel. And they spoke very briefly about what they're looking for, what they're trying to do. But essentially it is an online show. Um, lots of ways to get into it. I'll get into that in a few seconds. But basically they're looking for people who not only know What they want to do, but have got real passion for what it is that they're doing. And they will then assist them to grow their businesses, grow their idea into reality. And of course, even if there's one winner, which is, you know, competitions are like that, there's winners and losers. Even if there's one winner, what Quinton actually said was really interesting. He says, he is there to look for good ideas. That's his business. And if you've got a great idea and If that great idea meets the approval of the judges, even if it's not the winner, it may well move on and get funded and get connected because business today, unfortunately, or fortunately, business has always been about who you know, not what you know. And if you've got a great idea and you've got the passion to succeed and that idea resonates out in the market, and that's the best way to get your product and idea out to the market is to use uh, a platform like this. So – it's really interesting. They've put it together with Blink Pictures, and um, the, it's going to be very much a, a Shark Tank type of idea. It's pretty much open to anyone who's residing and working in South Africa. And if you download the Celsi reality app, you don't have to be a member of Celsi to download it and use it. Anybody can. I've done it. Obviously, it's a, a real um, pun for Celsi in many, many respects, but you can actually participate with the whole hangman competition, with the whole hangman thing through the app, which is a brilliant way to start. You can even stream um, the app or the programs when they uh, start um, through the app. And that will be zero rated if you're on cell C, which is quite cool. If you're not on cell C, you're going to be paying for some of that expensive data. Um, and basically, there's another stream in there called the stock exchange or the exchange. Now, what you can do is you meet the backers, you get inspired by the innovators and and get some expert business insight. So not only does it help the guys who are actually in the show, it helps anybody who's looking for business insight, looking for some guidance, looking for some information on how to start, run, grow your business. And you can actually take part in the outcome of the show. So You can win prizes, there'll be rewards, and you become virtual investors by trading on the exchange through the app. So if you're a Celsius customer and you download the app and register, you'll automatically receive 100,000 points, which you can then use on the exchange and the points are allocated to play the games that are, are coming up on there and you can win various prizes by playing those games they going to have a car smartphones data cash vouchers all sorts of stuff so the innovator who succeeds in you know winning this this competition um, will could potentially walk away with a million rand cash prize and everything else and this is what's actually more important the money is great a million rand can take you quite a long way but if you've got a great business idea it's not enough you need all the connections you need all the support you need all the infrastructure and everything and that's exactly what um, they're offering to help you with so if you're interested in either participating or just playing the game go to sell com. Um, you can go and have a look at their website uh, you 'll see the link there to the hangman game, otherwise you can go directly to it so it's c sel-c, forward slash forward slash hangman It just looks like a really cool way to get some business experience business exposure and if you 've got a great idea and you're looking for some way to get that idea in front of lots and lots of people and potentially win a prize I think that's a great idea and it's any encouragement for business and for business people generally uh, around South Africa is certainly a great idea. And kudos to CELSI for funding this, for supporting this, and for getting some really incredibly smart people involved to make it actually happen. So good luck to all of you. Remember, it's the CELSI hangman game. No no connection to the hangman game that's out there. Um, and it's live right now. You can download the app. You can go online. You can see what's going on. And uh potentially get yourself funded in quite a big way now all the tech nerds out there i mean this just appeals to me no end but um we've spoken about 5g we've spoken about you know the the spectrum we've spoken about all this good stuff going on hopefully that we're all going to have super fast um high speed connectivity wherever we are wherever we go and it's all based on on, you know, 4G tech, 5G tech. And what, what Vodacom have been doing, and they announced it this week, is that they've actually broken 500 megabits per second. Now, just put that in context. The the average, and, and, and that's a good average, ADSL connection that we used at home was somewhere between 4 and 10 megabits per second. So... And for most of us, just a bit of browsing, a little bit of email, that was okay. You couldn't do much else with it. It didn't really work that well for streaming. Certainly, you couldn't stream in HD and Hike and 4K and all that good good stuff. But 500 megabits per second is an order of magnitude higher than that type of thing. Fiber runs at 100 and above which is pretty good. But imagine doing that with a phone in South Africa right now. And they did it um, on one of their base stations um, using a standard standard uh, Samsung Galaxy S8 Plus, but it uses some really interesting tech. It uses something they call 4x4 MIMO, multiple input and output antennas, and 256 QAM. Now that sounds like something, but anyway, um, forgetting the tech bits, the simple fact is they did a speed test and they got to 555 megabits per second download on a standard cell phone line. But how they did it was to combine lots and lots of carriers. So in other words, they used three different spectrums, 900 megahertz, 1.8 gigahertz, and 2.1 gigahertz, all of it combined, and each one of those combined to give you such massive speed. And it's good to see that the networks are actually working on this type of technology. You might ask, why would I want to know about it? Why would I care? The bottom line is that All of this makes a huge difference to what's going on um, over the next couple of years and the amount of data that we're going to uh, have and spend. Now, on that note, before we get to Tech Talk uh, Cafe, um, we've got a quick ad break, and then we've got to get a really interesting gentleman from Huawei Online. We're going to be talking all about the new P10 and the P10 Range because they've been doing pretty well in South Africa. I've reviewed it on air, and Huawei have really come a long way on their um, on their uh, phones over the next little while. So we'll take a quick break while we try to get uh, Akram Mohammed, who's the product marketing director of Huawei Consumer Business Group, on the line, so we can discuss everything to do with the P10 and what Huawei are doing in that regard. Hi there and welcome back and welcome to my, you know, interview segment, which is Tech Talk Cafe, where we talk to some of the most interesting people and some of the most random people for that matter, but it's always interesting to hear what other people's take on tech is and where they're going. And today I'm going to have on the line, as soon as we get hold of him, Akram, who is the product marketing director for Huawei consumer business. Now, Huawei have come a long way in the last couple of years from a name that nobody could pronounce. In fact, they had to run a campaign on radio called Who Are We? How do you pronounce Huawei? And um, today, we're pretty much every second phone you see in the hand of somebody is a Huawei. And they've been doing this in lots of different ways. They've been relentlessly releasing new phones from the P6, which was my first entry into the Huawei world, all the way up now to the P10, and the P10, which launched well about a month, month and a half ago, certainly doing quite well out there. And um, all the other products that they sell, and apparently we have got Akram on the line. Hi, Akram, are you with us? Hi, Akram, are you with us here in the, online?
1: Hi, Stephen. How are you?
0: Very good, and you? Welcome to Tech Talk Cafe. Always good to have someone who knows something about tech online.
1: Thank you very much. It's a a pleasure. Thank you for having
0: us. Well, as I was telling our listeners that, you know, Huawei has come a long way in the last couple of years, starting with the P6, which was my first sort of entry into high-end Huawei, um, all the way up to the P10, which is now... Pushing the envelope as far as I'm concerned in terms of technology. And, um, there are big things coming from, uh, Huawei, I'm sure, in the future. But right now, the P10 and the P10 range is a brand new product on the market. It's only been out for what, just over about six weeks, seven weeks now?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: And, um, you know, it's, 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 it's been doing pretty well from what I've heard.
1: Absolutely. You know, Stephen, it, it's quite interesting that you made reference to the P6 and, and um, a few years back. If you go back from the P6 right until the, the previous generation P9, our P series devices have taken the best consumer smartphone award every single year since then um, at the European Imaging and Sound Association. So
0: it's the, really interesting.
1: P series has really established itself and yeah, the P10 is, is definitely going to be just as impressive.
0: Well tell us a little bit about the P ten and you know, I have reviewed it on, on on air a couple of months, you know, a couple of well, a month or two ago when it first came out. But I think it's really important for people to understand what it does, why it does it, and then we'll talk later about, you know, where it fits in and what else is available. But tell us a little bit about the P ten itself and and what makes it special.
1: Before going go into the thinking on the P10 and specifically its functionality, the P-Series in general was created to be more of a photography device and um, to be the best mobile ph- uh, ph- photography phone that you would have in your possession. Um, what we have done, though, is we've done some research and we want to understand what are the key things that consumers want in a modern smartphone. And it's not just camera. Camera being right on the top of the list, but battery life is extremely important. Um, we looked at processing ability, design, all of these elements. And that's where the P10 comes into play. The it's different from previous generations is we have improved our partnership with Leica. Leica being the German camera manufacturer who has endorsed and co-engineered this product with us, which was also done on the P9. The difference is we've now got the Leica Generation 2 camera setup up on this device, which allows you to take professional Studio quality photographs on a mobile handset, and this is essentially what we want to provide to our consumers. And just, and sorry, just can we just can we just
0: step back a little there because yeah. you know obviously <clears throat> digital photography completely transformed the transformed the world, and I mean the best camera, as they always say, is the one you've got in your hand at any point Absolutely. in time. But Absolutely. your research showed that this is one of the key things that people actually want from a uh, from a phone, that the phone's no longer just a device to make calls and send SMSs. People are seeing it as a serious alternative to carrying around any camera out there.
1: Absolutely. You know, it, it used to be a case where you carried a mobile phone with you that happened to have a camera, by the way. It's now gone to a stage where you're carrying a mobile camera in your hand that happens to have a mobile phone <laughs> embedded on it.
0: That's yeah. quite a good way of and putting I, it.
1: <laughs> you know and and that's how it it's it changed uh completely I mean you want to capture those special moments um uh, social media images we always want to look great in those pictures and and it's exactly what you said I mean the best camera is the one that you have in your hand, and that's exactly what we try to do um, so then give with us this some- generation, giving you that professional ability um in a mobile phone without the need of software or to go for professional lessons. How so you don't practice. have to be a pro
0: to take great you pictures. You the-
1: don't have to be a pro. You're going to be able to do it very, very easily and it's very intuitive. The, the software, the design of the user interface of the camera is also extremely easy to
0: function. So, if you're not a pro, I, I, I know there's a little pro mode if you swipe up from the bottom of the screen. Um, but if you leave it installed, sort of stock mode, and just hit the button and take pictures, my experience is that 99.9% of the time they're good. But why is that? What is the what is the special functionality that's built into the phone, and 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 what is the sort of maybe give us a little bit of insight into what the thinking with Leica was. To try to try to make it so good and so easy to use.
1: You see, uh, with our discussions with Leica, we like I said, we we try to create that ultimate um, professional camera on your mobile phone kind of thing, and it's there if you swipe up in promo. But we do understand that the general consumer, everyday user, um, when they pick up the phone, they want to be able to click just press a button and snap a picture and it must be the best picture they possibly could. So in terms of the algorithms that they've configured and the way we've configured the setup, the original setup um, of the camera, is that it will allow you to do that just with a click of a button. So it's the software configuration, but also the dual camera lens, if you like a lens, we have a 20 megapixel monochrome lens and we have a 12 megapixel RGB. Now the RGB is the color lens. The color lens, absolutely. Uh, and th- what what happens is the, the monochrome lens is there to absorb more light. It allows you to take in more light to e- enable your photos to be brighter in, in low light conditions. Um, and the two of them fuse those images together and they just talk to each other to be able to give you the best possible p- photograph at any given point. What we've also added was the, the portrait mode. And again, with one touch of a button, without having to do professional settings to change and, and enable bokeh effects, you can just... Touch one button on on the screen that allows you to do that. So um, those kind of setups is what makes it so easy for a, for a common user. I just want
0: to I just want to explain that a little. I'm not sure if some of our non-professional photographer sure. type people would understand what bokeh means. But quite honestly, we've all seen those amazing sharp, soft, clear pictures of people's faces with sort of fuzzy backgrounds that look all arty and wonderful. And um, normally, you only see that from professionals up to now but now modern cameras and certainly the camera on the P10 is allowing you to do that and all of that is happening in software which is so amazing so what it does if i'm cor- you know correct me if i'm i'm getting it a little off but basically you switch it into portrait mode and you get close to someone you know someone's face and then what it does it blurs artistically the background to make it all soft and, and pleasant and the effect is pretty amazing
1: You've, you've got that exactly right um and you know apart from other devices i mean there, there are a few devices on the market that's able to do this with is software and application the difference on this is using the leica lenses we've actually got a 3d facial recognition algorithm oh wow so that's quite cool out the features on the face where your eyes are positioned the nose um the shape of the face so as not to blur the actual subject but just the background so you're getting an
0: Professional, precise, quality, behaviour, and it—you it, know—the few that I've done on the camera myself, on the phone itself. You see, I'm calling it a camera. You got me going there. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> the few photos, the few portraits I've taken have been really amazing, amazing quality. And it's—it's—it's it's, it's this type of of technical wizardry that you getting, you guys are getting closer and closer to perfecting.
1: Absolutely. You know, and, and it's because of that. I mean, if we just talk about, like you were saying, mentioning how Huawei has grown, it's because of that innovation, that advancement in technology. I mean, a few years ago, um, which has changed quite a bit now. But many people I met didn't even know how to pronounce Huawei. <laughs> I
0: said that um, earlier. You had to run a campaign on who are we? <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly. And right now, we have a ninety percent brand awareness in South Africa.
0: That's pretty. Um, that's pretty impressive.
1: Absolutely. And in a premium segment of our smartphones, uh, we have an 87% year-on-year growth in terms of the sellout of these products. So clearly, the consumers are beginning to understand what we have, what is our offering all about. Um, and, it, and it's really working based on the innovation and technology that we provide.
0: And I mean, what would, what would make, you know, today you walk into a cell phone shop and I mean, there's just dozens of very cool looking glass and metal phones all over the show. You know, we've discussed the camera and we've discussed um, how smart it is and obviously Leica is an incredibly well-known brand in the photography field. But what else is there that makes the P10 stand out from the crowd? What else would you suggest, from obviously from your point of view, people look for when they look at a a, a high-end or sort of a high-end type device of this sort? What other features are key to making a buying decision in this space?
1: I think, I mean, if I say to myself also, you know, you, you go to office, you, you're in the corporate environment, you're in business in the morning, but in the afternoon, you're still a dad, you might be a mum. you you have your personal life as well. And most often in, with today's smartphones, they don't last you throughout the day. That's, with all, they have great functions and you have this great camera, but how does the battery support it? How does the processor support this? And I think this is very, very, very important for consumers. So we've understood that, and we've allowed the P10. I mean, if you look at the P10, it has a 3,200 milliamp
0: battery. Which, which is, is quite, quite large, big, considering, considering how small the phone considering is. Considering
1: how small the phone is, and slim, exactly. And the P10 Plus has a 3,750. But we didn't just leave it there. We wanted ex- to, what, what does it mean to a consumer? What does 3,750
0: mean? Yeah, it I was getting you there.
1: Potentially get two days. You know, two days of of usage for an average user. But what about if you're not an average user, and you're a heavy user? So we've added on supercharged technology to this device. That means with thirty minutes of plugging your phone in on charge, you could get a full day battery power on just thirty minutes of charge.
0: That's pretty impressive. So you just plug it in, but you need obviously a, a, a the Huawei charger that is
1: packaged with, yeah. it it's a special supercharger. charger. Um, and putting it on for thirty minutes, you get a full day. 10 minutes you're going to be able to get at least uh, three hours
0: of talk time that's quite a big deal because often you know you're rushing here you're rushing there you get to the desk plug it in walk away come back and leave and you 10 minutes gives you pretty much the whole day and 30 minutes gives you at least the full day yes yes absolutely. that's pretty impressive but i mean if you don't charge what sort of time would you get out of the battery on those on the p10 devices I beg your pardon if you don't if you charge don't, it, top it up during the day. What sort of yes, sort of yes. standard battery life will you easily get through a, a working day with average and use? You will
1: easily get through a working day and And how this is possible is if, with a lot of our previous generations, we had um, battery optimization software, but at this time we've got something called machine learning. So we've included machine learning into the CPU on the processor of the device, which um, learns over time what is it that you use most often? And where most smartphones become slower over time, it actually speeds up the P10 and P10 Plus in terms of your processing processing performance. But That's
0: pretty smart. By
1: doing that, it closes down your unused and you're not the application that you don't use too frequently and thereby conserving your battery power also. So um, those days of having to quickly
0: things. shut down apps and remember which apps you had open or gone, the, the, the processor gone. figures it out for you.
1: Correct. It's almost like an artificial intelligence kind of system, which is built into the actual processor. That's pretty Um, smart. And it's running our latest generation QN960 processor. So the processor itself already has the ability to optimize the power it consumes. And then we have the machine learning algorithms via software, which works on the back end to even enhance that even more.
0: And I suppose the fact that Huawei make the processor, make the screens, pretty much make everything in the phone, gives you quite a good edge because you control everything. You know how to make it all work together.
1: And that's what most consumers are not aware of. I mean, they they look at the likes of um, uh, other OEMs out there running Qualcomm, etc., etc., and they're not aware that Huawei... Owns high silicon; it's a subsidiary of our brand. So we make sure we ensure that the software, the hardware, the chips, everything works together and talk to each other um, for the best user experience possible.
0: And tell me, you know, obviously the P10 and the P10 Plus are top-end phones. And I must say, you know, in my review of them, I said you're getting ninety-nine point nine percent of the the functionality and the features of the top-end phones in the market for thirty forty percent less less uh, cost which is always uh, something that South Africans always looking for a good deal but let's say you're not in the market for a high end device, you're not looking for something with the best camera and the best processor and the latest you know, technology, apparently you guys have also got a nice range of more moderately priced uh, product in the P-Series that uh, would be still interesting and still have good tech
1: Absolutely you know, um, the the P series always comes in a family. You have the P, then you have the plus, then you have a light. Um, and exactly what you're talking about is where the light will fit in. Um, it's, it is more affordable, but it is not inferior in terms of it might have a slightly different configuration of a camera setup. So the P10 light is available with a 12 megapixel single lens rear camera. Okay, so they are not two cameras on, on there.
0: We didn't even discuss the selfie camera. We'll get there in a minute. Very important that. So Karen about the light, sorry?
1: Yeah. So twelve megapixel camera on the on the P ten light, single camera. But if you go back two generations of our P series phones when we were still doing the P eight, this is the type of quality camera you have now in the light series. So it's a flagship camera from just two generations ago that's in here. We have a three thousand milliamp battery, so again a great battery. It cheats with the premium build. We have a glass and metal um, enclosure casing on this device. So very premium, very reliable. And if you think of some brands out there, um, without mentioning, I'm not going to mention any names, but um, that's quite premium and expensive that run on one gig RAM. Here we offer you a, a PTN light with three gigs of RAM, 32 gigs of onboard memory. Um, we also have quick charge support. So...
0: All so in all, pretty much a, a good chunk camera, of the high-end features from the the P10 um, are available on this on the lower the lower cost time. devices.
1: The, the, the key difference between the two is that it has a different processor, so it's running the qn six five eight, which is uh, does not have the machine learning, but still pretty fast, running an eight core processor, um, and it does not have the dual rear camera setup. Fair but fair point. On its own, on its own merit, everything else is a brilliant it can actually box right up there with many a flagship in the market. But.
0: Well, that's very, very, very interesting. And um, what I've said we must come back to, the P10 and the P10 Plus have also got a very, very good front cameras. That was something we didn't even talk about because front cameras are becoming more and more important these days. Yeah, for Just so give us a little insight uh, into that.
1: Uh, well, for the first time, and this is great news for all of those that have used our previous generation Leica cameras, and we've spoken so much about Leica and its quality, for the first time on the P-Series, the front cameras are also co-engineered by Leica. So you have Leica-quality selfie cameras on both these devices, the P10 and the P10 Plus, um, and you are able to do, uh, it has the soft beautification, so if you want to take those great pictures and you want to remove any imperfections or get the skin lighter or the lighting effects changed, or maybe even... Um, create the effect of makeup on your face uh, you will be able to <laughs> do that I've with One some of those they the pretty, you know, pretty so cool. it's pretty insane what you can do with these things today.
0: well absolutely I mean if all you ladies out there if you want to remove some wrinkles uh, pity it doesn't work in real life but certainly on your camera <laughs> it makes things look absolutely. smooth and youthful it's quite quite amazing but um
1: uh, and the great thing is, it doesn't—it doesn't make it look as if uh, it's
0: fake or whatever. Really, Photoshop. I remember the Very original magical. beauty Very mode nice. used to make you look like a, a cartoon character. Correct. Correct. Now, tell us. Obviously, there must be a lot of deals and promotions and specials and whatnot out there. Can you share with our listeners where, if they're interested in the P10, P10 Plus, or the P10 Lite, where they could go and get them, where they could find a good deal, or what they should do to look for the right deal on these devices?
1: Well, we, we have, I mean, our, our various operators, we have different agreements with them right now. So I don't want you to Vodicom. get into
0: trouble with your operators, but just give us some yeah, yeah, yeah. idea.
1: So, it, it is currently available at Vodicom, MTN and Telcom. Um, I'm not going to tell you where the best deals are, but um, they range in terms of a, a prepaid price point. The P10 is around 12,999. Um, and you're looking at a recommended retail price on the plus of 13,999. On the light, a recommended retail price of 5299 And also, the great thing about the light, you got a, a contract pricing of between 299 to 349 on post-paid, um, and that will depend on which uh, which operator you go to. If you want the P10, there are great deals out there. Um, I know Vodacom offers it. If you take the P10, you get a P8 light free. That's,
0: That's not, not a bad a deal, deal.
1: On some of their packages. So it's a two-in-one, uh, two and there are some MTM stores, that are offering a deal, if you take the P10, with a free tablet as well. So uh, I think for consumers, it'll be best to shop around. Um, and Telcom offers it with a free fitness band, a Huawei fitness watch, um, for those guys who want to go to the gym and track their performance and their so the, activities. So, so the
0: greater so Huawei range medium. offers a lot of options for for people, and there are a lot of deals out there using these things.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And in fact, we've just launched the, the new Huawei Watch 2 um, just yesterday. So... Oh, brilliant. Um, and okay. consumers can look out for that as
0: well. Excellent. Well, I'm afraid we have run out of time. We've been talking too much P10s and whatnot here. But thanks so much for coming on the show. And if people want to know more, they just need to go to your website, which is Huawei. I'm not going to spell it. you can to have to fig- let Google figure that out, Huawei.co.za. And I think it will take you directly to where all these things are. So thanks so much and for our being Facebook online.
1: pages and our Twitter handle, oh, all absolutely. The social media.
0: Absolutely. Brilliant. Well, tweet at me, at Ambio and I will tweet at you what Huawei are up to. Great Thank stuff. Thank you very
1: much, Stephen, thanks, and thanks for joining for us. us.
0: Okay, bye. Tech Talk with Stephen Ambrose, 11 to 12 p.m., only on 101.9 IFM. Hi there, and welcome back. And the last word on the whole Huawei P10. I must say, I've been using one now for about a month, and I, I'm suitably impressed. It's definitely a high-end phone. The camera is pretty Awesome, Um, and value for money. It's right up there with the other top-end phones, and uh, it's really great value for money. But before we get into my favorite, as you know, part of the show, which is gadgets and gizmos, um, I have one quick live read, and the year is 1914. Picture that, when medical student Michael Boghazian arrives in the cosmopolitan Turkish capital Constantinople, now called Istanbul. He meets Anna and their shared Armenian heritage sparks an immediate attraction. With a mighty Ottoman Empire crumbling in the Great War, Constantinople is on the verge of chaos. As the Turks form an alliance with Germany and the empire turns violently against its own ethnic minorities, Michael and Anna must join forces to survive. So promises are made and promises are broken. The one promise that must be kept is is to live on and tell the story. This is a movie directed by Terry George, director of Hotel Rwanda. The Promise stars Oscar Isaac Charlotte Le Bon and Academy Award winner Christian Bale and releases at select cinemas on Friday the 23rd of June. So go to wherever, book your tickets, and it sounds like quite an interesting movie. So go and see The Promise, and it's from tomorrow. Yep, so go for it. So now, moving on to some gadgets and gizmos. I've got some amazing accessories over the years. And for my sins, I bought myself a new MacBook Pro, which is one of the new generation Macs. And one of the big changes that they have made over the years, and and Apple have been masters at this, what they do is they're always at the cutting edge of of whatever the latest tech is. And all of us are used to USB. I mean, you pretty much cannot run a computer, never seen a computer without a USB connector. And the standard old USB-A, which was the big square USB, like all the sticks and all the cables and your your cell phone chargers, Uh, came out with, has been around for many, many, many years. I actually cannot remember a time when computers didn't have a USB-A connector. Obviously, USB-B, which was the tiny little connector that most phones ran on, and now uh, the world is moving to USB-C. In fact, the P10 and all the new phones, all the new Android phones, obviously Apple phones use their own connector, but all the new Android phones use something called USB-C. Now, USB-C is not simply a matter of um, changing the connector so that you have to buy new accessories, although <laughs> the accessory manufacturers are quite keen on that whole idea. But USB-C brings a lot of benefits, and first and foremost is that fast charging. USB-C can be much handle much higher current, so you can charge much quicker using a USB-C cable, and um, also much faster data rates. So, in other words, you can transfer data, you can get data at much higher rates through USB-C than any of the other previous USB-Cs or the USB-type connectivity. So that was just a quick background on technology. And why that's relevant is the latest MacBook Pros come only With USB-C, the MacBook and the MacBook Pros come only with USB-C connectors. The benefit is it makes things super sleek. You charge it through USB-C because it can handle the high currents. You plug anything into the USB-C port, there's the potential for much higher speed. So that's always great, especially if you've got external hard drives or whatever it is that you need to plug in. But there is one huge challenge if you've got older legacy equipment, um, connectors, cables, and especially if you're a bit of a, a photography freak, um, you need to now have, unfortunately, what they call a dongle. Now, obviously, Apple supplies and a whole range of dongles, which pretty much covers everything. But one, they tend to be expensive, and two, they tend not to um, have all the various options that people Would want, and if you're a photographer, again, Macs are big with photographers, big with creators. It's always great to have it, but without having any slots and only a USB C, what do you do with your compact flash um, card, your micro compact uh, SD cards, etc., etc.? If you take pictures on your camera and you want to transfer them to your Mac for for work or whatever it is, you need a dongle. And I've been playing; I was supplied by the Core Group. Uh, with a Moshi, M-O-S-H-I, and it's crazy name. It's called the Cardet Type-C dongle. And basically, it's a little silver dongle, which you plug in, comes with a USB-C cable, which you plug into your MacBook, and it offers you all the various um, slots for all the various other types of compact flash. So it takes the big compact flash, CF Type 1 card. It also takes the all memory sticks, the MS, MS Duo, the Pro Duo, the multimedia MMC card. So every type of card you can imagine, as well as the micro SD card, which is great. So you can pop them all into this thing and connect it up to your um, MacBook Pro. Um, And it also has two USB 3.0 ports. So you can plug all your old style connectors and <laughs> so modern, but anyway, all your old style USB connectors and, in fact, USB cables. So if you need to charge your phone and you don't have a uh, USB C to whatever phone it is connector, you can use this moshy little device. Now, what I did just to make sure, because I've tried a lot of these adapters over the years, and a lot of them really they look cool, they they promise to work well, but they don't. I did a couple of uh, tests on the speed of this device, and I must tell you, I was very impressed. I found it to be as fast, if not faster, than some of the built-in older-style computers that had these built-in directly. So USB-C certainly does work, and it was extremely um, reliable. Every time you plugged it in, it never gave any hassles. You don't have to do anything or know anything. It just pops up and appears on your computer like a normal drive. And using the USB-C ports, um, or the USB, the USB-A version 3 port, which is high speed for hard drives, for whatever it is that you wanted to use, was absolutely flawless. So if you're looking for a, a, an adapter, certainly they've got others. There's a whole range of Moshi adapters. But this particular one, if you're a camera buff, you're looking at a new MacBook, or you have a new MacBook um, Pro with only USB-C connectors, this is an absolute win. Uh, I must tell you it 's really changed my life in that regard. I mean, I pulled camera all these cards out of cameras. I had a whole stack lying around i wasn 't sure what was on them. Plug them in it works brilliantly it 's also styled very much like the Macbook, so it doesn't look out of place in your your apple collection um and it's It's really good quality. The price is also pretty attractive it's around about seven hundred seven hundred and ninety nine rand um, and it's available from the core group or iStores or, or pretty much anywhere that I've looked, I've been able to find it. So keep an eye out. It's called the Moshi um, Cardet Type-C, but they have others. As I say, they've got ones with VGA ports. They've got all sorts of others, and it's a great alternative at a good price to the, the dongle challenges that you may have or the cable challenges you may have with your new MacBooks and other computers today. More and more, it's becoming a a thing that you need to have adapters, unfortunately. There's no such thing as the universal connector. And we'll be back with some more uh, gadget news straight after this. Talk Talk with Stephen Ambrose. Stephen Ambrose. Welcome back. And moving on to another little... It's not really a gadget. It's an accessory. And I must tell you that um, <clears throat> we all have need of this accessory. Uh, so it's something that Obviously, I've been interested in, for, you know, for many years, and been using, funny enough, a couple of other versions of this brand for a couple of years now, and that's a brand called Knomo, K N O M O. Now, Knomo are a British-based company that does a lot of um, bags, accessories, cell phone covers, Apple iPad covers—you name them—they make them, and. A huge range from cloth-covered ones to some really cool leather stuff. So I know Father's Day is gone, and I know that uh, it would be an ideal thing to spoil. But truth be told, they've got a great range of um, bags and totes and backpacks and you name it. But they, the, 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 the guys at Core Group sent me a KnoMo Durham full leather brief, which is really, really, really cool. Excellent quality beautifully made with all the inner pockets and everything that you would need and a couple of really interesting hidden features so for example all of us today most of us today have a credit card uh, or a phone for that matter with near-field communication nfc chips you know if you look on your credit card you'll see there's like a little sort of foghorn sign with lines like a wi-fi sign that means it's tapped to pay or there's an rfid chip now unfortunately there have been cases where that chip has been accessed for nefarious reasons by other people and this particular bag is right up to date it's actually got a pocket where you can put your wallet and um, it blocks all if all rfid connections so it's safe but really well made and the the nice thing about having a decent quality briefcase or tote or whatever it is that you want is that it actually makes your life easy. A lot of them, I've got a couple over the years which had zillions of pockets difficult to find. They get scuffed and broken. But I must say that the time that I've been using, I've got a, a really nice Knomo, you know, over the shoulder bag that I've been using for many years over the last little while. Um, the quality is really, really good. Now, these are available pretty much anywhere that you see um, accessories, certainly at all the eye stores across the country. And I'm just really taken with the design. They, they're right up to date, they really look cool, and the quality. And certainly they range from moderately expensive to very expensive. Leather is pretty expensive from a thousand Rand up to about five thousand Rand. But very impressed with the build quality, very impressed with the the inside quality, and they've also got an extra little cool feature that if you register with Knomo and you lose your bag, there's a little security code inside. People can then phone Knomo, say they found this bag. You know, there's so many honest people out there, um, and they can actually return it to you. So if you're looking for a really decent quality, fashionable um, accessory bag, backpack, you name it. I must say I'm very impressed with the Konomo range, and um, you should have a little look-see and see where you can get them. Now, moving on to the last little uh, segment today. Unfortunately, our time has almost run out. I've been playing with a really interesting app which came to my attention last week. The name, I've discussed it with the people, is not cool. It's called F-I-C-S, or Fix. Now, that tells you nothing about the app, but Unfortunately, all of us at some point in time have been involved in an accident, have had a little bit of a a problem with our cars or whatever, and it's always a nightmare. The cops arrive, the tow driver uh, guys come, there's a million forms to be filled filled in. It just becomes really difficult. But if you go to the Play Store or the App Store, look for the FICS app, you'll find it there. It's no cost, and what it'll allow you to do is to take all the necessary documentation, all the necessary information you need to to make your claim work seamlessly, no problem. It's got GPS built in, you take photographs, uh, witness statements, details, video clips, you name it, license discs, registration numbers, and document all the, the the damages to the vehicles. And a really slick, I must say, I found it really easy to use in a slick, simple way. And it's all recorded, it's all stored in the cloud um, and there's absolutely no question no doubt about what happened and in many cases when you're in the trauma of an accident or you're having a problem with an accident um, you don't want to think about these things so the app works really well at taking you through what you need to get what you need to get together give it to your um, broker give it to your insurance company and i promise you it will make your um your life so much easier so just useful to have on your phone. It's not a big deal. Hopefully you're not having accidents every week. Professional applications are huge if you're in the business. It's a great idea. If you're a tow truck driver, absolute must have. But um, other than that, have a look at it. It's FICS. It's developed right here in Pretoria. It's a local, and I like promoting local. It's a local app, and um, it's available right now on iPhone and on Android. So go and have a look. And on that note, I've been told it's over. We've got the news, and we've got more coming on Hi FM, but that's it for me. Stephen Ambrose, Tech Talk, right here on Hi.